Well, Hebrews chapter 10, beginning in verses 35 through 39, as we've been looking at, it's a wonderful life. Matter of fact, my wife and I had been out shopping yesterday evening and got home just in time to see the latter part of that movie, It's a Wonderful Life, just to see the uh, part uh, where he finds out uh, what his life would have been like if he had never lived and to realize, you know what, life is a lot more wonderful. And that uh, was George Bailey played by Jimmy Stewart. And so he found out, you know, life is wonderful. Taking all the good and the bad, it's still a wonderful life. And this morning I want to look at it's a wonderful life when you have confidence. When you have confidence. And the confidence that we're looking at in these scriptures is a word that if we kind of go back to the original Greek writing, it would be talking about having a confident courage to stick with it. That's what it's talking about. Not a confidence of a cockiness, but a confidential courage and strength to hang in there because it's talking about a confidence that you know that you know that you know what you're doing is the right thing and that you're on the right track and you stick with it even though things may be getting difficult and challenging. So it's a confidential courage that the Scriptures are talking about. It's a wonderful life when we have confidence. And in the Scriptures, as it's talking about this in the verse 35, it makes mention about, do not throw away your confidence. Do not cast it away, some translations have. And it's an expression of, as you look at all that's said in this chapter, that in the midst of going through difficult times and challenges in your life, don't let yourself get distracted or don't let those things kind of camouflage or cover up this confidence that you should have. It's kind of a an essence, an expression that when hard times are occurring and you're going through difficulties in your life and challenges, sometimes that can kind of cover up what you really believe and where you really should be and your courage and your strength to hang in there. It kind of covers it up and it's hidden. And so it says, don't throw that away. Don't lose it. I think that probably one of the things that I have done in my life that made me think about the expression of what Paul's trying to say here is that <coughs> there is a pan that Joyce uses to cook our Thanksgiving turkey at Thanksgiving time. And she always uses the same pan. I guess it's considered a basting pan or roasting pan or roasting pan. And uh, it has a rack that uh, sits down in the bottom of it. And Joyce will set the turkey in there and she sets it on that. And then when it's time to eat the turkey, a lot of times she'll get it out from there and we'll slice it up. And so when it's all said and done, when Thanksgiving's over, and you look back at that pot or that roasting pan that had that beautiful roasted turkey in there, and when in the end, it looks like a bunch of bones and skin and fat and guts and everything. It just looks like a mess. And so one of the first times that Joyce had used that, when we were cleaning up from Thanksgiving, I pick up the pan and I see guts and bones and skin and fat. And so I'm going to be a good guy and I'm going to get rid of all the scraps. So I take it out to the woods and I throw it away, take it back in, set it in there. And then a little later on, when everything's being cleaned up, Joyce says, have you seen my rack that goes in the pan that uh, the turkey's cooked on? I said, no, where would it be in? She said, well, it would have been inside the pan there, you know, when we got through with all the turkey stuff. I'll be right back. <laughs> so I run out to the woods, and remembering I gave it a good throw, I go deep into the woods, 
And sure enough, there it is with all the guts and the bones and scraps. But I didn't know it was there because it kind of had hidden it, it covered it up. And that's kind of what Paul is saying here that sometimes we can let the difficulties and the challenges and the hard times of life kind of cover up what confidence and courage God has given us. And so he says, don't throw it away. Dig through that mess and find the true confidence that God wants you to have. Let's look at this in Hebrews chapter 10 and verse 35. Reading this out of the NIV, Paul says, So, I like that word so, just two words. And when I first read that in the Scriptures where it said so, it's meaning based on what's already been said, and it's talking about some of the challenges that they have faced. But when I saw that word so, I thought of a few people that flashed into my mind. It's those people that you can be talking about something and trying to work through something, and they say, so, and what they're saying is, let's get to the bones of the deal here. That's kind of where Paul is here. He says, so, there are difficult times, there are challenges, there's these points in our life that get a little rough. But so, do not throw away your confidence. It will be richly rewarded. Now, I can tell you that if I had not found that rack in the woods, it would not have been a good thing. But it was a rich reward when I ran into the woods and in the midst of the bones and the guts and the skin and the fat, I found that rack. It was a great reward. And Paul is saying, do not throw away your confidence because it will be a rich reward to your life. In verse 36 it says, you need to persevere so that when you have done the will of God, you will receive what He has promised. For in just a very little while, He who is coming will come and will not delay. But my righteous one will live by faith, and if he shrinks back, I will not be pleased with him. But we are not of those who shrink back and are destroyed, but of those who believe and are saved. In that last part that Paul says here, he says, when he says of those who believe and are saved, he's saying we are the ones that are rock solid in our confidence. Not that we have a greater courage than everybody else, but we know that we know what we believe and we are confident in the God that we serve and we're hanging in there through the good times and the bad times. And so he says, we're not going to shrink back or be destroyed, but we are those who are believing and are saved. Now to kind of give you a little bit of understanding as Paul was saying to these Christians, to the Hebrews, so it means the Jewish people, right? This is the church of the Hebrew people. And so it's the Jewish people. And they are at a point in their life that they're going through some challenges. And so to kind of get into picture in your mind, here are people who have been Jews. They've grown up under Judaism. They have come to hear the message of Jesus Christ. So they have heard. Listen. They have heard what Jesus has said and taught about living for God and serving Him. They have heard it but they haven't quite got a hold of it. You understand? It's a difference between hearing something and get a hold of it. So they have heard it and they've started trying to live and to serve. Now the challenges are getting in their life. The difficulties, the things that are kind of beginning to camouflage and cover up their courage and their confidence. And they're at a point in their life that the Jewish people have done many times. They're thinking about going back the way they used to do things. They're thinking about giving up, giving in to the pressures. 
And I, you know, I've read that many times through the Bible and I'm thinking, well, all right, most of us are not Jews, but we do just like them. It's not a Jewish thing. It's just a people thing. When the children of Israel were living in bondage and they were in slavery in Egypt and the, they were praying, God, deliver us, get us out of this bondage. And God delivers them and brings them out, takes them out, crosses the Red Sea, takes them on a journey towards the promised land. And then when things are getting difficult, they said, let's go back. I mean, you know, we was under slavery, but we had some good food to eat and we had some good things to... Let's go back. And if you look at the life of the Jewish people, a lot of times when things got difficult, they wanted to give up, give in, go back. And I've looked at that many times and I've thought, gutless people, I'll tell you what. They would pray and God answered their prayers and then when things get a little bit difficult, they would give up, give in and want to go back. But then I look at us in life today and I think, you know, we, we're just like them. We may not be Jews, but we do the same thing. You know, whenever we feel relief and blessed and loved by God, and then we, we get through difficult times, we want to kind of give in to the pressures, the temptations. We want to give up and just say, you know, let me take a break. I, I, you know, this serving God right now doesn't seem to be that beneficial. It's, it's draining me. It's dragging me down. So I think I'll just give up for a little while. Some people even say, I'm just going back to my old life. When in essence, they never really left their old life. That's where the Jewish people are at this time. And so Paul is saying, listen, you have heard it. I know you haven't got a hold of it yet. But he said, don't throw it away. Hang on to it. Because there's a wonderful life waiting for you. You just got to have confidence. And that confidence, remember, it's a word that means courage to hang in there through the difficult times. He says it will be richly rewarded. Now, as Paul is talking about this, what is this confidence that we need to have? I think as we look at the truth of the Scriptures here and a few things that Paul mentions, one of the things that reminds us is that confident that, God's, that with God's help, you can persevere through hard times. Paul is reminding us, he mentions that word persevere, and in these scriptures, he's telling us that this confidence is being confident that with God's help, you can persevere through the hard times. One of my favorite verses in the Bible is Philippians 4.13 that says, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me, right? It's not about us being confident that we can do it on our own, but it's being confident that with God's help, whatever challenge we're facing in our life, that we can persevere through the hard times. Now the perseverance that they were experiencing there was the people that were turning against them. They had been Jews who had accepted Christ as their Savior, and now they were trying to serve Him, so they were going against the Jewish ways a little bit. So the Jewish brothers were turning against them. The Roman people were against them. And so they were experiencing some pretty bad persecution. Our perseverance through hard times is usually not that. It's usually, okay, I, you know, I've been, I've been tithing, I've been giving to the Lord, but I'm struggling financially, so I'm going to give up on that. I'm going to give in and just use it for what I need to use it for. I'm going to go back to the way I used to do things and not give God anything. Persevering is I'm hanging in there, even when you're going through financial struggles. Persevering may be that, hey, uh, you know, I used to feel pretty good, but now I'm going through some physical challenges and I've, I prayed for God to heal me, but I haven't got the complete healing and 
I just don't, I'm not seeing the results from it. And Paul's saying, just keep persevering, believing that Jehovah Rapha, He's going to heal you. He's going to bring the healing in your life. Just don't give up. Perseverance is when you're going through some challenges within your family and things are not going so well. The relationships are being ruffled up and there are times that relationships kind of get strained even when someone is seeking to serve the Lord. Because when we're, when you as an individual are seeking to serve the Lord, but you're, you're maybe your spouse or maybe your children or maybe your parents are not to that spiritual level yet, it can create some friction. Because you've got God first in your life. You're making choices and decisions about God being first in your life and they've got other thoughts. And so it can create some tension and some difficulties in relationships. But Paul is telling us that no matter what hard time you're going through in your life right now, be confident that with God's help, you can persevere through those hard times. Because you can do all things through God who strengthens you, through Christ who strengthens you. It is He who gives us the strength. Matter of fact, the Bible tells us that when we are weak, that's when He is strong in our lives. It's in those moments of weakness. So we need to be confident that with God's help, we can persevere through the hard times. But also we need to be confident that God will fulfill His promise to be with us all the way. In these scriptures that I read, Paul not only made mention about that we need to persevere but he also said, you will receive what he has promised. Look at that verse 36. You need to persevere so that when you have done the will of God, you will receive what he has promised. And then he goes on to mention that he is coming and he will not delay. Now it's a big motivation there because they were looking for a Messiah who would come and rule as king. Of course, we know the Bible tells us that nobody knows when Christ is actually going to return, but when He comes, He is going to come to rule and reign. But we need to have confidence that God is going to fulfill His promise to be with us all the way. And that is in Hebrews 13, 5, and it's also in Deuteronomy, that says that He will never leave us or forsake us. What I love about these Scriptures, especially in Deuteronomy, that it's referring to from Hebrews chapter 13, is that in the original writing, if you study the way that it was put together, there was a triple effect in there. It was kind of like the Lord said, I will never, no never, not even ever leave you or forsake you. It's, now why would a triple effect be put in the Scripture there? It's the Lord's way and the way the Jewish people understood at that time of making a complete promise that will not be backed off of. The Lord was trying to say in the Scriptures through the grammatical way it was put together is that I will never consider leaving you. And I will never even think about it. And you can count on it, I am not going to desert you. That no matter what difficulty you're going through in your life, I am promising I will be there with you. And I'm going to go with you all the way. That's God's promise to us. And when you have that in your life, that you have the confidential courage to stick with it, to know that no matter what you're facing, yes, God's going to go with you all the way, then you can hang in there and make it to the end. 
I had someone who just recently told me, matter of fact, it was last week, told me about a challenge they were going through their life. But they said, but God's been with me through it all the way. It's been difficult, but God's been with me and I don't think I could have made it without Him. Because they were claiming God's promise that He will be with us. But the last thing that I see in these Scriptures that the Scriptures mention to us about confidence that, that you and God, you'll be pleased that you did not give up or give in when you stick with Him. I want you to read this list of the Scripture. It mentions this in verse 38. It says, But my righteous ones, some translations say, my righteous ones are those who are righteous. It's talking about those of us who are living by faith. That if He shrinks back, I will not be pleased with Him. But we are not of those who shrink back and are destroyed, but of those who believe and are saved. The shrinking back is that when you give up, give in, or go back to old ways, the Lord is not pleased with that. But I found out that in our own personal lives, when we give up on God, we're never pleased with ourselves. When we just hang in there and do what we know is the right thing, God always comes through for us, and we'll end up with a smile on our face, being pleased with the God who we served, and being pleased with ourselves that we didn't give in too soon. You have your app open, you'll notice the last thing that I put in there is, I'm confident that you can make it to a wonderful life. Just don't give up, give in, or go back during the hard times. I'm confident you'll make it to a wonderful life. Just don't give up, give in, or go back during the hard times. You see, it's when you make it through the hard times that builds your confidence that you know no matter what comes the next time, you can handle it. You see, the Bible doesn't tell us that God will take away all our problems when we become Christians. Matter of fact, He tells us that He's with us to give us comfort and strength through those times so that we can help other people. There was a little story that I read about, a little bulldog pup that kind of reminds me of the confidence that we need to have till we come through. There was this little bulldog pup that had lived inside of a chain-link fence right next door to a, another house that had a larger grown dog. And you know, bulldog pups, they like to growl and bark and think they can take on anything. This little bulldog pup would see that bigger dog on the other side of the fence, and even though it was just a little pup, it wanted to get that big dog. And so one day it crawled, found a place to crawl underneath the fence, got up, ran up to that big dog, and started barking and growling out, to which the big dog just grabbed it with its jaws and chomped on it, slung it around, throwed it down, and to which the little bulldog found his little place and got back underneath his fence. Spent a little while of taking care of his own wounds, licking them, caring for them. Got to feeling better. Saw that dog over on the other side of the fence another day. Found that little spot, crawled underneath the fence. Ran up to it just to barking at it, which that big dog did it again. Grabbed him by his neck, slung him around, chomped on him, throwed him over, which he found his spot and got back underneath the fence. He did that several times. And a long period of time was going by as he would get kind of beat up, lick his wounds, get healed, go back at it again. As this time goes by, the little bulldog is no longer a pup, but it's getting bigger. It can't even crawl underneath the fence. But he sees that big dog over on the other side, and so one day thinks, I can't get under, maybe I can go over. So he gets a good run and he leaps over the fence, 
comes over the fence, pounces on that big dog, chomps on it, gives it a good beating to which the big dog finds his little opening in the door of the house and runs in and hides, to which the bulldog jumps back over the fence. It's a little while before he sees that big dog again. The next time he gets out there, that bulldog's got confidence now. He's made it through the hard times. He sees the big dog out in the backyard. He comes over to the fence. Doesn't even jump this time. He just growls and barks to which the big dog runs right back into the house and hides. Now he's got confidence. He's made it through the hard times. He survived it. And now he's got the confidence and the courage. He can just look the big dog in the eyes, growl and bark and goes running. And that's kind of the confidence we need to have in our life. The devil's going to hit us with hard times, but when you keep hanging in there, you can just look the devil in the eye, growl and bark, and know you got the victory. Heavenly Father, Lord, we come to You this morning. And Lord, we come to You today thanking You for Your love and Your mercy and Your grace. Lord, we thank You, God, for Your sweet Spirit that You've given us. Your Holy Spirit to strengthen us, to encourage us. Lord, to help us in our time of need. And Lord, I know that in this service today, there may be some folks that are going through some difficult times, some challenges in their life. It might be some financial challenges. It might be some physical ones. It might be some family issues. But Lord, I know that the devil hits those of us who know You and are trying to serve You with a lot of different hard times and challenges to try to get us to give up or to give in or to go back to the old ways. But Lord, I pray that we learn what the Apostle Paul said. We need to persevere because You have promised in the end You will be pleased and so will we if we just don't give up, give in, or go back. And Lord, I don't know what difficulties and challenges people may be facing in their lives today. But Lord, my prayer is, God, that You would touch them, strengthen them, and help them to know that if they don't throw away their confidence and they continue to do Your will, that in the end, they'll receive the reward. The reward that You have promised. And Lord, I know that Sometimes we need to be reminded that we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. Lord, we need to be reminded that You'll never leave us or forsake us. Never, no, never, not even ever will You desert us. And Lord, if we just hang in there in the difficult times, we always see You come through with Your promises. And Lord, we'll be pleased with what the end result is. We'll be rewarded if we just hang in and trust You and don't lose our courage and our confidence and our belief. So Lord, I think about the Jewish people at that time when the Apostle Paul was talking to them. They had heard it, but they hadn't quite got a hold of it. And they were thinking about giving up. Lord, I pray that for someone here today that they've heard the truths of Your Word but they haven't quite got a hold of living it out, and maybe they're going through a difficult time in their life right now, Lord, I pray that they would realize that they'll get the reward if they just hang in there. Don't give in. Don't give up. Don't go back. Just hang in. Persevere, like Paul said. We need to persevere. 
because God has promised and He and I both will be pleased in the end and be rewarded if we just hang in there. While heads are bowed and eyes are closed and while the music is playing softly, this morning if you've been going through a difficult time in your life and maybe you kind of feel like the devil's been beating up on you or been a little bit uncertain about things, you need a little prayer of encouragement that God will give you strength. Would you just slip up your hand and say, Pastor, would you pray for me? Yes. 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 Heavenly Father, Lord, there are numerous hands that you just saw that went up that are going through some difficult times in their life. And Lord, I know that you know exactly what they're facing and what they're going through. You know whether it's financial issues or whether it's some physical ailments. Maybe it's some family problems. Maybe it's some things about unsure about what the future is holding. But Lord, we are thankful this morning, God, that if we turn to You, You'll give us strength. You'll walk with us. And Lord, You'll give us the victory in the end. And Lord, that's what I pray that You would do right now. And Lord, for those who have been looking for an answer, some that raised their hand may have been looking for some while and thinking, God, where is the answer to this? Where is the end to this? When are things going to get better? What, what good is coming out of all this, Lord? Can you give me some answers? Lord, I pray that you'd give them confidence and courage, strength to just hang with you. But Lord, I pray especially that you start giving them some answers. Lord, give them some answers from your word. God, give them some answers that will begin to give them some relief. And Lord, I pray most of all that you would just strengthen them with your Holy Spirit. God, just breathe upon them with your Spirit right now this morning. Breathe upon them with your Spirit that give them a sense of encouragement, strength, and relief. Because Lord, just as it says at the end of the app this morning, it's not just something to catch you. But I do believe that we'll come to a wonderful life if we just don't give up, give in, or go back when the hard times hit. Lord, I'm praying this morning that you give them the victory. And Lord, they'll give you the praise. And it's in your name I pray. Amen.